Hello friends, welcome to 100 Degrees Below Freezing, a story and devotional podcast where we share the experiences we've had while following Jesus in the Alaskan bush. Sometimes odd, sometimes funny, sometimes painful, but always in light of Jesus. Grab something warm and join us in the adventure. Episode 1, 100 Degrees Below Freezing. It was the winter of 2012, and we had been living in Galena for just shy of one year. Winter had been an average cold up until Christmas when the temperature dropped to negative 30 and would not get above negative 30 until Groundhog's Day. Well, I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself, and I should probably step back a moment and give an introduction to give you a reason why exactly I live in a place that even has the remotest possibility of seeing frigid temperatures like these. My name is Chris Kopp, and I'm the pastor of the Galena Bible Church here in Galena, Alaska. It's a fly-in-only village on the northern bank of the majestic Yukon River. My family had felt God's clear call to come up and pastor the only Protestant church in this village of about 500 people. My call to come here will be an episode for another time, but the reason I live in an environment that is so extreme is because I believe that Jesus is worth it. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is worth being told to people in the most extreme places on the planet. I do not believe that unfamiliar customs, remote isolation, or uncomfortable climates should stop us from the mandate Jesus gave us to go and make disciples. And it's those extremes that I want to talk about on this podcast. There's a reason people make reality shows about Alaska. There are things true about my home state that are just plain crazy to anyone not from here. And God has used many of these extremes to teach me some things. Things about himself, about myself, about the nature of the church, and the mission of God. And I want to share those things with you that maybe, just maybe, you would fall in love with Jesus and hear his call to go and make disciples in the extremes of the world. When dawn arrived that Saturday morning of January 28, 2012, we realized the immovable cold that had settled on our little stretch of the Yukon River had tumbled to an unbelievable negative 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, negative 68 is impressive all on its own. It's a temperature that very few human beings on the planet have ever experienced, and rightly so. We are not designed to deal with such extreme temperatures. I mean, really, at negative 42 degrees, propane, the gas that you usually use in your barbecue pit, turns from a gas into a liquid. But when the temperature is negative 68, this means that it could instantly warm up 99 degrees and water would still be frozen. This, friends, is a cold that's in its own category. Although this would be the official number that would go down in the books, It's really hard for average temperature reading equipment to measure that kind of cold. Our own coil spring deck thermometer only went to negative 60 and was literally pegged out, resting against a plastic peg at the bottom of the hash marks. Several people from around town who had older alcohol and mercury-based thermometers had said that theirs were reading temperatures well into the negative 70s. We all knew this was cold. As I mentioned, propane will not turn to gas until it is above negative 40. So while this was the case, we had been using an electric skillet to cook our food for a bunch of days. As we sat around the table 
With our three, at that time, young kids, we realized that other than myself, my family had not been outside for a week. Coupled with the limited four hours of daylight that we were receiving at that time of year, cabin fever was clearly beginning to set in. So the executive decision was made to bundle up the kids, my wife and myself, and go outside for however long we could stand it. Now with adequate gear, which we have plenty of, Death is not a sudden onslaught in rural Alaska, which is contrary to what you may have seen on reality television. This doesn't change the fact that it does hurt to breathe. Your eyes water and burn because of the cold. Because your eyes water, every time you blink, your eyelashes try to freeze together. But aside from these discomforts, it's just winter. You're bundled up and can play in the snow. And we did. Vehicles don't like to run at these temperatures, and as such, there were none on the roads. We pulled a sled up onto the road and began to pull the kids around, spinning in them as if they were a ball on a chain, then letting them go, gleefully giggling off down the very slick road. It would have to be somebody smarter than me to explain why ice is super slick at these temps, but the friction between sled and road was almost non-existent. Another environmental difference at these super-chilled levels is that air becomes super-dense, and sound travels an insane distance. Everything sounds loud. We could be standing 20 or 30 feet apart from each other and talk in a normal inside voice and clearly hear each other. Well, after about 45 minutes of playing outside, in the dusk of 1 p.m., our fingers and toes were reminding us of our human limitations. We went inside and figured out some way to heat water for hot chocolate for everyone. Now fast forward to the next day. It's Sunday, the day when the body of Christ gathers weekly to remember the resurrection of our Lord. But do we do that when the thermometer is still reading negative 58? We knew we weren't the only ones feeling cooped up in homes feeding wood stoves. But at this temp, should we cancel church? As my wife and I prayed, we felt that the gathering of the body of Christ was too important and that the preaching of the word was too precious, and so we decided to have church for whoever decided to attend, even if it was just our family. One of the village teachers graciously offered to pick us up in his van that had started. That was a relief. We showed up and set to work on our normal Sunday chores of straightening chairs, making coffee. Slowly, the congregation began to form. For six, then nine, fifteen, eighteen. When the service time arrived, about 25 folks had gathered for worship, and a little over half had walked to be there. Half. I stood there before this precious group of people and thought of Psalm 133.1. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. There were no pretexts this morning. Nothing but very simple church. These people simply wanted to be together. And I, I have the privilege to be their pastor. What dissuades you from the fellowship of other believers? Are you a part of a local church? Listen, it's not as if my church has anything spiritually figured out in regard to being together. We're just a bunch of really messed up people who know we need each other and we know we need to know more of Jesus. Why do the people of Galena Bible Church live in such an extreme place? Because Jesus is worthy, and there are people here who do not yet know this most incredible truth. 
Our hope is that while we teach the gospel, live in light of the gospel, and model the radical nature of the gospel, our neighbors, co-workers, fellow students, and family members will come to see and savor the Savior as we have. Maybe seeing the warmth of this fellowship of believers here versus the cold of this world will remind you, as it often does me, of the precious gift of Jesus. Thanks for joining me for this first episode of 100 Degrees Below Freezing, stories we've lived while following Jesus in the Alaskan bush. To you, friends, I say, stay warm and never stop needing Jesus. <laughs>